0: RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. All right, it's time to talk airlines with Martin Noakes in Brisbane, former co-host of mine of the New Zealand Aviation Podcast, which ran for about, I think, seven years in the end, Martin. Good to uh, talk to you again. Uh, We're going to get into the airline scene. But let's start with Boeing.
1: Poor old Boeing. What's happened now? Well, good day, Paul. Um, Yes, um, more trouble on the seven three seven Max front. Um, Incorrect production features, incorrect production procedures. Sorry, on um, certain fittings in the rear fuselage. They're not saying exactly when. They're not saying exactly how many aircraft are affected. However, it is a significant number, and they are all going to be looked at and repaired. And yeah, just another another in the litany of woes affecting the once proud engineering company of Boeing as they slowly become even more of a finance company I think
0: hmm. yeah it looks that not way good. so how many aircraft involved do we know because there's quite a few maxes out there hundreds
1: yeah no they're not saying they're not saying it's a it's a significant number but the 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 actual number has not been uh, revealed at this point
0: gosh it doesn't get any easier for Boeing does it
1: no, because while they're fighting on that front, they've got the 767, which is turning into a bit of a problem. They have recurring issues on the 787, which really, those problems should have probably been put to bed by now. I mean, the 787 has been out for a while and you don't hear similar things happening with the, uh, hate to mention it, the competition, which would be the A350. They seem to be trucking along quite well, although still rumblings about some um, finish problems on the, on the um, coated surfaces. But... You don't hear about them getting production stopping and 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 that type of thing. Apart from Al Baker at Qatar, he seems to have the yeah. odd issue. But, but um, yes, um, as you 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 were telling me that um, Air, um, Air New Zealand recently had a
0: problem. Yeah, Air New Zealand had a flight uh, going to Hong Kong, NZ eighty one, that turned back on Friday afternoon. I think it was about a hundred miles off the coast, Gold Coast. Near you actually, and they chose not to no. um, divert to Australia. Um, they decided to go back to Auckland. I guess it makes sense—the engineering facilities there. Uh, the fact that they turned around and went back probably indicates that it wasn't an engine problem,
1: wouldn't you say? Yeah, probably something relatively small. Maybe, maybe, maybe the 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 passengers were unhappy with the in-flight snack which was being uh-huh. offered we'll get on to that in
0: just a moment. Uh, so uh, with Boeing we just mentioned the 787. What's actually we, we know about the max the fastness. Well, what's the problem what are the ongoing issues with the 787 still? Because it's been around for well over seem, a decade now. Yeah, it,
1: seem, it seems to be ongoing quality issues, you know. Um Oh, okay. I think well, the last one was something to do with something to do with the rear bulkhead. Nothing apparently not serious, but but obviously something that needs needs looking at, you know? Possibly yeah. Possibly fasteners again, because they had a lot of problems with the fasteners. The thinning the, the
0: um model lines are thinning out because the seven four seven's gone now, right? So there's only down
1: to what? How many types? Well, um 737, 767, which has its issues, seven eight seven, which has its issues, and um, the 777, which is, which is becoming remarkably late. Yeah, that must be burning cash for them, big time. Millions a day. Huge. Yeah, huge, huge. And they just don't seem to be able to get on top of it, which is very unfortunate because you need Boeing to have a healthy market, right? Oh, no, no, not that it's that bad, but it does seem to be they they do seem to be facing a lot of issues at the moment. Yeah, but they also... It, bit, it, you know... Yep, carry on. It is, it is kind of easier for Airbus because... Traditionally, they've been following, so they've always had a target.
0: Yeah, wow. uh, but th- their product lines overtaken them, really, ha- hasn't it? Because especially um, on the uh, with the the Max competing with the Max is now, gosh, uh, how many models in that A three twenty range, right up to the XLR twenty one, and they have no match for it. They have no match for it.
1: No, they. They don't. They they should actually start following. They they should do what Airbus did for the previous thirty years and actually start measuring themselves. And yeah, they gotta give it, they gotta give the seven three seven away. They really do. The market always and, tells you the story. what's their stock price been doing? Yeah, not great in the last especially after the last seven three seven max, it dropped like fifteen percent quite quickly. And oh, it's yeah, and it's not and it, and it wasn't high anyway.
0: Um, you mentioned snacks. You did mention snacks, didn't you? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. What okay. about snacks, Paul.
0: Okay, well, here we go. This is um, the big story, this side of the Tasman. Air New Zealand could be about to ditch the in-flight cookie as it searches for new snacks. And yeah. I'm sure you have a suggestion to make here, but the company's launched the Great Kiwi Snack Off. That's the branding of it, mm. which it says is a nationwide hunt to find new onboard snacks running from today until May the 1st. And um, they're saying here, um, the search is to expand our already impressive snack offerings. I don't know if they're that impressive. Last flight I was on to to Queenstown was a biscuit and that was it, I think. Delivering more choice and change. But if they say it, it must be true. Delivering more choice and change to passengers than ever before, they're saying. So if Martin Mm? Noakes was making a submission to this, (laughs) what would it be? What would your suggestion
1: be? I'll tell you, I put it out there. This next, right? So we, that's that's just a fact. Oh, I don't know. And, if we... and, <laughs> and 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 unless they replace it with a with an asparagus roll, Air New Zealand is dead to me. Okay,
0: um, well, obviously you feel strongly about this, and, and can I say <laughs> that the views of Martin Oakes don't necessarily reflect the views of the radio station? Okay, so let's make that clear. But okay, asparagus but roll, rolling. asparagus roll for yeah. you.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe one of those miniature pies, but no, it's an asparagus roll all the way.
0: Well, I would have thought cheese roll if you're in the South Island because, you know, that's uh, big in Dunedin yeah. and around that part, and and that could be yeah. turned into something as they expand their again, already impressive I'm, I, snack I, offering.
1: Again, I'm going to go up to Lim limb and say I really don't care what both of the South Islanders think. It's It's asparagus roll.
0: Okay, what about a good old Big Ben meat pie? Now, wouldn't that be really... Now, to-
1: uh, you know, homely. You get too on the generic. Plane.
0: Uh, too well, generic.
1: Yeah, but you know, it's, it's Aussie. It's a, you could say the Aussies. It's a it's a good thing. It is a good. I mean, I don't know why. You know, when I've sat in, in, and luckily enough, lucky enough to sit up the front of the plane and had to watch the poor sap dressing up as a chef and everything, I, I honestly did think sometimes just bring me a bloody pie, and a glass of wine, and I'd be happy. I don't need some pretend prepared meal. I just want to eat and go to sleep. But yeah. Yeah, pie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the, and the wine could come, you know could come the wine could come out of one of those bladders
1: for all you care, right? <laughs> Ch- chateau, chateau la box, yeah. But obviously you know where my heart lies, and it's with the it's with the humble asparagus roll. Okay. Well it
0: sounds like you're fixated, actually. What about the bread? <laughs> yeah. Some people like the
1: bread slightly, you know, crusty. Oh you know, if 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 they offered me an asparagus roll in a brioche. Brioche style bread. I would actually get out of the plane no matter where it was. No, it's got to be cheap and nasty bread, slightly stale. Okay. To bring All back right. the it's because it, it's a, it's evocative. It's not easy to get yeah. that to get
0: food that accurate. Though you could just leave it out of the tray for a while and would do the trick, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I I want to be reminded of sort of depressing work dues where where the snack plates <laughs> been left out for a couple of hours, like yeah. cold sausage rolls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's actually, an idea I don't, in New I don't Zealand. Mind.
0: Cold sausage rolls, please. Meat pies, asparagus roll, maybe a cheese roll. I don't know. Anything uh, else? Yeah. Uh, wilted celery. Yeah, that's getting too healthy. Mm. Okay. I suppose so. Yeah. Now, now also I say I see Qantas is um offering um, <laughs> if I'm wondering if you take this up, if if it was um offered to you. So if you've got an empty seat next to you on a Qantas flight and there are six flights they are trialing it on, six sectors over the next six weeks, and, and you didn't want someone sitting next to you, you have an opportunity, I guess, right at the time of, of departure, I would say, because otherwise they'd be wanting to sell that seat, or certainly within the time that someone could buy it, get to the airport and get on the flight. Uh, but they, they'll, they'll sell it to you between 30 or four between 30 and 65 Australian dollars and you have the seat to yourself.
1: I would do it. I would definitely do it. And I, I am flying to Perth next weekend. And um, I'd be interested to see whether that's offered on any of the well, segments let, I'm flying.
0: Let me have a look and I will tell you what sectors they're flying. Okay. Um, the the routes that are part of the pilot program range from 90 minutes to four hours long. So that sounds like Perth. Passengers, and we'll get to the, to that in just a moment. Passengers can currently buy an extra seat on flights from the Gold Coast to Sydney, Adelaide to Sydney, Darwin to Melbourne. Darwin to Sydney, Perth to Brisbane, so coming back, and Adelaide okay, to cool. Brisbane. There you go.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, that 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 is pretty good. Uh, I have I have a similar experience to this. I was I was checking in once in Tokyo to fly to London, and I was flying Virgin Atlantic, and it was kind of surreal because there were like twelve of us checking in. There was nobody there, and yet the airline representative was. Um, Going up and down the line, offering to sell us empty seats next to us for quite a lot of money. You know, it, 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 it's like two or three hundred dollars, and I'm oh, thinking, yeah. yeah, if the if the plane was full, I'd be up for it. But the plane's obviously empty because there was nobody there. And we got on the plane, and it was literally empty. And I thought, you buggers, you know, uh-huh. you'd have quite happily taken a couple of hundred dollars of it. And then what they started doing is they came through once the plane took off. They came through and they were blocking off all the middle rows. Because they were offering people in premium economy the opportunity to come and lie in, in in come back into the economy cabin and take up a whole four row four rows across the middle, and luckily I'd snagged one of those by then anyway, and they didn't want to wake me up, so I I got a whole row without paying for anything. But I thought, yeah, that was a bit cynical. But yeah, on a on a on a Qantas flight that are, that's relatively full, but obviously they're not going to offer that on the on the on the flights that are full, right? Well, that's right. It's it's
0: it flights that have got. Um, Uh, can't sell seats on them
1: but i reckon i could on the on the way back because i'm flying back on a wednesday i don't know how many people will be flying back to brisbane to get in at midnight wednesday so if i could get the spare seat a seat next to me for 40 bucks i'd probably do it is virgin doing anything similar they must they must be virgin, yeah virgin yeah they did i thought they had a pretty cool promotion it was the middle seat lottery so if you took a middle seat you got automatically enrolled if you're a member of their flight program their their frequent flyer program you did you got a um you enrolled in a lottery and you could win things like platinum membership or a five-day cruise and all this oh, type of thing yeah i thought oh, that was pretty good i yeah I mean, it'd have been pretty cool if they'd offered you fifty bucks because I'd be quite happy just to win fifty bucks. But obviously, there were they were they were pretty high end prizes, and I doubt there were very many of them. And they would have been distributed um, over thousands of passengers, probably, eh? Y- yes. So, so I yeah, I think they should have made it easier and smaller prizes because I I don't mind sitting for two hours in the middle seat if they give me I don't know fifty bucks bottle of wine. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty cheap. Uh, obviously the middle seat's the least popular, is it? Well, I don't know. I never like the middle seat. No. Who, who does? If you're on your own, it's rubbish.
0: It's true. Yeah. And you know, with people sometimes the size they are, you can you can find yourself in not much maneuvering area. I had that before. My God. I've I've had that
1: as now I've really had that. It's been awful. In uh, fact, what, the the, yeah. the 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 cabin crew took pity on me and actually moved me. Okay, well, that was nice of them.
0: Uh, I'm sure they did that discreetly. I was on, uh, I think it was a AirTran flight. AirTran? Yeah, Atlanta-based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of Atlanta. I think they've been absorbed into another airline now, but um, maybe southwest. But uh, we were flying from Atlanta to LA in a um, Boeing 717, so whatever the, the McDonnell Douglas name was, because that's where that aircraft originally came from. But uh, And we're sitting in there, and they were th- they were three and two, three on one side, two on oh, the yeah. other, and I was in yeah. uh, like row 10 or something, and um, I was uh, sitting next to quite a, a large fellow, but it was okay because the uh, seat next to me, uh, the aisle seat, was vacant, and it was right up to mm. almost the door closing, the cabin door closing. I thought, sweet, out of this full aeroplane, probably only one or two seats left, maybe only one seat left, I've got um, the space next to me, and then – this huge guy comes through the door <laughs> like huge city. Yes. Where, he was, guess where yeah. he was heading. And guess what I, I became like the, like, you know, the content of a sandwich, um, uh, all the way yeah. to LA. And it was, it, it was kind of difficult, but there was nowhere else I could go either. So I just had to sit there and take it. Never mind, These things happen. We got there in the end. Yes. Uh, one of the best yeah, views yeah. of a, th- a thunderhead we've, uh, I've ever seen was from that flight. Um, out the window, yeah. we just flew right around the um, the storm cell. You could see the whole thing. It was incredible. Anyway, so cool. um, closer to home, uh, the Fijians
1: are buying up. They are. The Fijians are buying A350-900s, yeah, which, okay. is, which is which which is is really cool. So they are going to supplement their fleet of A330s. They're going to have four A350s, their existing A330s. I think they've got four of them. They've got the 787 Maxes. And they are they are yeah going large. That's that's that adds a lot of capability to their network. I wonder whether the A three hundred and fifty could do Suva to London. It probably could. Ooh, um, not uh, yeah, it'd be tight. It'd be tight.
0: I mean, imagine being able to go nonstop though into a market like that and bring them all back to
1: Fiji. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder how far is it to Fiji from from New Zealand. Well, it's Four about hours? it's about three and a
0: half. I think it's about thirteen hundred okay. miles, nautical miles. Um, okay, may, maybe but a little more than New that. York. Yeah, it could do New York. Um, the thing is, though, that those A 350s they're about three hundred and eighty million US dollars each,
1: aren't they? Yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So they they they're spending up large. Yeah, I yeah. guess it'll be their main tourism market, so they'll probably use it on 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 you know Singapore, Japan. Those places, they must but, be doing yeah, pretty well.
0: Their, their tourism industry yeah. must be doing pretty well right now. Yeah,
1: they do. they will be doing all right. Yeah, no, good on them. And yeah, um, okay. They were they they used to be they were they were a Boeing airline, weren't they? They were. Well, until they bought the A330s, they bought the A330s a few years back.
0: Yeah, they they could have gone for the seven eight sevens, but uh, it seems to be the main choice now. A350 for airlines that want
1: long legs. With their big twins, well, you know, um, the reconstituted South African Airlines is going A350. Qantas is going A350 for their project Sunrise, so that's quite telling. It's it's it seems to be only the American Airlines, (coughs) Scoot, and Air New Zealand are using seven seven eight sevens for really long distances. Everyone else seems to be going A350.
0: Haven't heard much about that New York uh, route for Air New Zealand. There's been no sort of. uh, um, fuel diversions or anything like that that have been announced, or is it so regular
1: that yeah, no one the- cares anymore? <laughs> yeah, all the all the winds blowing in the right direction this time of year. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's probably it.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, Fiji spending up large and investing in their in their uh, probably their biggest uh, money earner now, tourism. Of course, it would be. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Um, and also another big win for Airbus, because that is a win for Airbus over Boeing, in Iceland. What happened there?
1: Yeah, they've gone out and bought up to, looks like about 25 um, A321XLRs. And in the meantime, until they get them, because it'll take a few years for them to arrive, they're going to go and lease A321LRs. So that is going to they are going to be replacing at the moment they're running about i think about 20 757s 20 um they've Gee. got a, a yeah they've got um majority of 757 200s i think they've got a couple of 757 300s and um on top of the maxes they've got they've got about 20 maxes for for close in routes just across yeah. the across to the uk and that um I think they've still got a few 767s as
0: well. Yeah, they do. In sure fact, I that. I know uh, yeah, no, I think they do. And
1: a couple of them are X A New Zealand. Oh, okay. Yeah, 300. Yeah. So they're gonna they they're gonna replace the 757s, which will be leaving within the next couple of years, probably in the next three or four years, with A321 XLRs, which will give them a lot more capability. Interestingly, a they they'll carry more. They'll carry about the same as a seven fifty seven three hundred, in terms of passengers. Wow, and have longer and have longer range, and burn less fuel. So, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Burn less fuel, more passengers. I mean, a lot more passengers than the seven fifty seven two hundred. The seven fifty seven two hundred has way less than two hundred people. I think it's like one hundred eighty five, and it's a bigger airplane. That's, yeah, yeah, that's weird. Uh, that's, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it it is very capable. So they'll be able to start doing Los Angeles places because at the moment they only seem to fly. Well, they're 757s. They can only make it to sort of northern parts of North America. So like Seattle and Oregon.
0: Yeah, Yeah, Yeah.
1: that type of thing. So they they should be able to start making it down to Los Angeles or certainly San Francisco, L.A.
0: and,
1: and perhaps beyond.
0: With the, with the narrow body. And just to remind people, LR is the long range and XLR is the extra long range, and that's now flight
1: testing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they, they should be able to make um, Caribbean even with those planes. Well, from Reykjavik? Gee.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a long way, isn't it? It sure is. Okay, well, um, another hmm. European airline, um, uh, a, a bit of a ways away, but uh, in the general area is Turkish Airlines. They're in their hundred hundredth year. Did you realise that? Yeah,
1: that's they they have been around an awful long time, haven't they? Yeah, they sure have. And, and they're going they're the, going large, aren't they?
0: Well, they're large already. their Their fleet is four hundred and thirty five aircraft, which is a huge fleet. Actually, um, it's really getting up there in in global terms. But they they're wanting to expand to eight over eight hundred aircraft by twenty thirty three. In fact, they're they're their goals and and targets are through to twenty uh, thirty three. So next ten years, achieving consolidated revenue of over fifty billion US dollars by then. They want to contribute one hundred and forty billion US dollars in added value to Turkey's economy by then. Uh, we've just told you about the fleet expansion. They want to double passenger capacity in twenty twenty three um, by thirty thirty three. Uh, 2033, I beg your pardon, 3033, that's a way away, uh, with an annual average <laughs> growth of 7%. So that means they're expecting to have 85 million passengers this year, expanding to 170 million by 2033. And here's a good thing too. They're committing to reaching 150,000 employees, including subsidiaries by then as well. And they want to be in the top three cargo carriers globally, doubling their cargo volume. And positioning Turkish cargo among the top brands, so boy, um, they're really going for it. That that's huge.
1: That is that is huge. Um, I know a few people who are using Turkish Airlines to fly between South Africa and Europe, and they're very impressed, very happy. They say um, compared to Emirates, it's slightly shorter, and yeah. once you get to Istanbul, they've got there's a really dense European network. So once you get there, and and good great connections. So they're, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's you kind of Turkish, you, you don't really consider it. And then you see, like you go to Singapore and places like this, and there's always a Turkish airline plane, uh, plane hanging around. And if you go to Europe, especially Germany, I mean, every airport's got a Turkish airlines plane at it. Yeah. They don't so fly down yeah, here though. Good for, uh, Don't see them. No, they them. don't fly. No, they don't fly further south than Singapore. And I don't think they go to Canada. Maybe they do, but not many in Canada. But they go all over North America, South America, um, obviously Asia, Russia. They fly all through there. It's a, it's a, They've got a big network.
0: These mega airlines are usually underpinned by a hub airport, right? Like Dubai, like um, what Abu Dhabi. Hmm. Um, you know, the the location of them is kind of the in the sweet spot. So obviously, that's that's what they have going for them. Istanbul. Turkey. It's it's yeah sort of been in a sweet it's, spot. It's,
1: it's, a good, it's a good location, yeah. Yeah. It's um it's gonna be very interesting to see whether they they've obviously looked at the um, Emirates model and thought, right, we can go there and they probably can. Yeah. Oh, how yeah. much room is
0: there in the world though for carriers of this size? Well, you some wonder. Will
1: fail and other ones other ones will take their place. Hey, it's a competition.
0: Well, does the Turkish government I should look into this, I should know, but I assume that the Turkish government would have a large interest in that
1: airline. Yeah, I don't don't know who owns it. Okay, we can look into that sometime. I've never really looked into that. Uh, Talking uh, talking about Airbus and all this type of thing, and I've just mentioned Russia, um, you know, Russia sort of expropriated a whole lot of Airbus aircraft when when Western sanctions kicked in. The Russians basically took all those leased aircraft and re-registered them, right? Yeah. Gave, gave them russian registrations but of course servicing is an issue and they can't really fly them out of russia because they know that they'll get um repossessed but they're flying them to all their um friendly nations with with, with no problem and but they need maintenance because they can't get the parts and um aeroflot's getting all its a330s and that um serviced in iran by mahan air oh okay who've been who've been running airbus for you know 30 40 years yeah, yeah okay so, the, so it's a workaround yeah they've just signed a contract and they fly them down to iran and iran does all the maintenance they've got all the gear okay
0: so they just um mm-hmm. grabbed the planes did they and said to what well, the leasing
1: companies sorry sorry well after the west took away 600 million dollars of their reserves they said well you know what we'll keep the planes mate Billion, 600 billion, I would
0: imagine, not not million. Yeah, 600 billion, yeah, 600 yeah. billion. Yeah. I'd be grumpy, I'd yeah. be grumpy. I'd be a bit grumpy, yeah. And the Iranians, uh, they earn a few dollars from it. <laughs> yeah, the Iranians are happy, everyone's happy. Except, Except the leasing companies. Yeah, and the, and the American government, probably, and all the other hangers-on. Wow. Okay, well, that's interesting to know. Yeah. Well, here's a um, here's a really cool name for an airline. <clears throat> really
1: cool airlines. Have you heard of re- really cool airlines, Bob? Uh, I I have actually. I, I oh really. I didn't think it was an odd. I didn't think it was an odd name, but
0: uh, good on them. Yeah, Thailand. Um, it's it's described in the story I'm reading here as a rather unusual name. Really cool airlines. The new carrier with the slogan "We Fly the Future" is aiming to start operations by the end of the year. And they're using, again, A350 Airbus. Looks like they've got a, a win again here, um, another order or two. A350-900 in white and blue. The um, livery carries um, what looked like a pair of sunglasses on the uh, nose of the aircraft and just behind the cockpit windows on each side, you know, headphones. So it's, it's kind of wearing sunglasses and headphones. I, I guess that's the cool bit, right? Because they're cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Good on yeah. that. Now, um yeah is this in the Thai sort of character to be a bit out there like like this? I guess it must be. Who, who are they appealing to?
1: Well well, well I do I yeah, well cool. obviously cool people. And I mean it'll be the holiday market and and why not? It'll be a good product, A three fifty. Um I do watch a fair bit of YouTube videos and um I do have a couple of subscriptions going to there's a few people that post. I'm interested in machines and and, and this type of thing. Yeah, and uh, it turns out that the Ties are obsessive about racing stuff and making it look cool. And so they have these, you know, rice harvester races. They have these. Uh, what? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just mad. They they have a machine that I don't know if you remember. I I, I we always refer to them. As, we had one at home. It was like a Gravely. We called it a grave it, it looked like a, a front of a very small tractor with two wheels and these really long handlebars, and you walk behind it, right? And you and it had like a rotavator or a tilling machine. On oh yeah. I, I don't if you them. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, they they have those things, but with like one and a half meter diameter steel wheels on them with no rubber because they go in a swamp, and the operator sits on a on sort of a, a, a stool chair tractor seat on a on a sort of sledge that. That gets dragged through the swamp they race these things like highly competitively and they're all tuned up and they're racing through three feet of water at an incredible speed and the and the and the, the thing that the operator sitting on is like skimming over water and these things are just charging through the rice paddies and 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 it, yeah they race they literally race anything it's great <laughs> they literally race anything that's good to hear. Anything with a motor, they race it and right. they go hard, and it's really cool. And men and women, it's actually quite, quite, quite fun to watch. They it's bizarre machines, and they're all done up. It's not only winning the race; it's how they look. Yeah. And I think really cool airlines has grabbed onto some of that.
0: It sounds really cool.
1: Mm. I like. I, I, it's send very me some cool. Links.
0: Send me some links.
1: Yeah, I yeah. will. I will.
0: I want to ask you, because I think you've done a little bit of a look at, because um, last time we talked, we we were looking at alternative fuels for aircraft. and I think you've done a bit of a, a comparison between what could be the future and what is now and how they stack up. We'll look at that in just a moment. Um, when you take flights, how often would
1: you say the flight is on time? 20% of the time, maybe. 25? Actually, on time, what I consider on time. Yeah, on, on time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was well, that
0: within 10 yeah, no. minutes of the schedule or there's some measure for it? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. really, put it that way. Okay, so about 20%. Well, I'm just looking at the latest Sirium online, on-time performance report. They do on-time performance reports for airlines around the world. And their report for last year has been released. And it shows that all Nippon Airways is the top performer on time. They're on time 89.79% of the time, Martin. That's pretty good. And they're big, they're a big airline.
1: They're yeah, but they're horrible. Oh really? Yeah, I've flown them a couple of times. I don't I don't enjoy it. Yeah, but they're on time. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. It doesn't make up for the fact that the cabin's generally far too warm and there's no legroom. Okay, what's the service like? Is it friendly? No, it's Japanese. It's kind of weird, but nice, but kind of odd.
0: Okay, all right. Well, anyway, they are the most on-time airline at the mo- International airline at the moment, uh, ANA, All Nippon Airlines of
1: Japan. All
0: right, so that's a bit of I'll a round. I tell you yeah.
1: that the, the last airline I flew that was spot on on time, um, China Airlines out of Taipei. That was awesome.
0: Okay, China Airlines. That's not air china or china air
1: that's the taiwanese airline isn't it yeah 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 they, that, that was a that was a great airline and 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 i will fly them again because they were bang on time the service is great and taipei airport is actually pretty cool well i once
0: nearly bought a return trip to the states out of um auckland via um taiwan um oh would be 15 years ago looking at prices and they were into Taipei and then on to Los Angeles. And it was 1100 Kiwi dollars return, but it was
1: 33 hours to get there. Yeah, you should have done it because it's they offer pretty good deals for overnighting and that. So you should have just spent a night and gone to spent a night in Taipei. Yeah, maybe I should have. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah. So let's um, finish up um, in the five or so minutes we've got left. Um So last time I think we were chatting about uh, how to power the future of aircraft, and there's a lot of talk out there, a lot of hype, Um, and it sounds like good old um, uh, version 1.0
1: A1 jet fuel still is ahead no matter what, right? at the moment i'm sure things will change eventually because as 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 the saudi oil minister once said the stone age didn't end because you ran out of stones yep yeah i the like oil that. age probably wouldn't but yeah because the oil age won't run because you want not run out of oil mm-hmm. it'll end because something better comes along but but at the moment yeah if you look at a, a kilogram of jet a1 it, it you you get um you get a lot of power out of it, right? You get 43 megajoules of energy, which, which, if you convert it, um, is 12,000 kilowatt hours of power out of a kilogram of Jet A1. And it's not to say you actually extract all that energy out of that Jet A1 and put it into propulsion because you're heating up bits of the engine, you're doing all sorts of things, but you get, there's a lot of power on a kilogram of Jet A1. Yeah. Um, a, a really good battery at the moment gives you about 500 watt-hours of of power, and that's a good good yeah. battery. There are more experimental batteries with more power. But just to put it into context, for example, uh, a Tesla at the moment is giving you um, watt-hours is about 250, let's say 250 watt-hours per kilogram. Not doesn't really matter in a car. It's all about packaging, and once you get enough range, you're happy with however efficient the batteries are or not. But to put it in perspective, um, yeah, uh, 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 they reckon a small commuter will get efficient, will, will, not, will not get efficient, will be viable at about 500 watts watt hours. So X10 That's to go energy. to get there. We, we, we've got to double it. we got to double it at the moment to get there. And this is a small commuter airline, like going across the straits or something. It's not going to go far. Right. Right. Yeah, we're a long, long, long way away for 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 batteries to 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 get there. you know, a kilogram of Jet A one is producing twelve thousand watt hours, and a, and and you know, maybe in ten years we'll have batteries which can produce five thousand. We're still not even halfway there. No,
0: and the weight uh, of them so, too
1: starts to stack up against the weight of the fuel as well. Well, it's also very interesting because you know, once you've flown an aircraft from um, you know, Auckland to Singapore, you've burned eighty tons of fuel, right? So the plane's eighty tons lighter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? They don't get lighter uh, uh, with the batteries. No, no. A battery electric aircraft will not be lighter. So you're not getting that efficiency because as the plane gets lighter, you you, you know you're taking power off because the plane doesn't need as much energy to fly. But a battery plane will not get any lighter. And also you've, you uh, take it into
0: account of the performance of the aircraft
1: burning Jet A1
0: is it has mm. a certain um, threshold of landing weight. And you can, exactly. you can take off really heavy and land without the fuel load really, and, light. And really light, but you can't do that. So the structural mm. um, concepts will have to
1: change big time. And that's only more weight, isn't it, in the end, to make it's it more, It's stronger. Exactly. Exactly. It, Exactly, because your landing weight will be the same as your takeoff weight every time, and and so there's going to be a few, a few issues to, or um, well, a, a lot of issues to overcome. Yeah, so that is, um, it's going to be a challenge, and it, it might be a challenge we never we never rise to. It might just be no, it's it's just too hard, and you know, jet A one is um, pretty good actually. Or, uh, maybe diesel, maybe, if, maybe if
0: you want to really buzz know. across the strait you might have something but that's about it right yeah, yeah you can just can't see yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and they and they're the hyping it, it. they're hyping it like it's coming but it's not coming not batteries can't be well
1: not unless not unless there is a a, a massive breakthrough and you can get more power density than jet a1 and so the takeoff weight doesn't matter because you' just got so much energy after 12 hours or two hours or one hour but at the moment you know any longer than thirty minutes, it's it, it's not it's really not viable.
0: Oh well, the the greenies and the and the climate savers are going to just have to to um, clench whatever they have to clench and tolerate flying on a fossil fuel powered aircraft for the foreseeable future, or don't travel. Now, there's an idea. Well,
1: they can they can clench their pronouns, maybe.
0: <laughs> you included in the. Um, In the safety announcement. And please now clench your pronouns. (laughs) So now's a good time Uh, and return the the, the uh. trade upright to the upright position. All right. So that was a good chat about the uh, airlines as they are around the world this week. Uh, Thank you, Martin Noakes, for coming in from Brisbane. And we'll talk again soon. Yes. Thank you, Paul. Speak to you later. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.